I'm sorry, I don't trust corn or nuts. Any food that I can still tell what it is when I make a deposit at the porcelain pool is a food of the devil. How else do you explain chewing something into paste and then finding out a few hours later that it put itself back together inside your guts? Like the bad guy from the second Terminator movie. Hello and welcome to the only show that thinks the last episode of Dora the Explorer should be the one where she drowns in the Rio Grande. Here on the Peter Pod Network! To people who don't know who I am, the show at my special. That's bullshit. Part of me really believes that, the other part is I just like pissing off people with kids, you know? I'll tell you what. If you see them before, you're gonna wanna see them again. Sending this fashion statement says, I'm having a good fucking time! Hey everybody and welcome back to episode 19 of the Peter Pod Network in the brand spanking new four-wall studio. Coming to you all the way from bumfuck New Hampshire this week. What the fuck-ass fuck of a bumfuck shithole town is this? Just a heads up for everyone who's been listening since the beginning. We've taken on a private sponsor or two who appear to like what we're doing here. And what that means is we had a little extra money beyond what we made off selling the Melissa Cody aka Mini Rider story back when we started this thing. A. She was a hooah. B. She was a hooah. Thank you again, by the way, little lady. This show could not have been possible if you weren't such a human dumpster fire. Drama apparently sells. You paid off my car, bought us a receiver, soundboard, and some of the best weed Bernie had to offer. So no joke, we are mucho apreciado. Only you can prevent dumpster fires. But what that also means is we got to get our little stoner hands and some top-notch equipment, like a new desktop, printers, microphone boom arms, and a digital audio field recorder to help keep the Peter Pod network going strong. Holy shit. Dude. Hell, even the beautifully big-breasted Gretchen contributed more than one-word sentences in that God-blessed rack this week. So just like we always say, hit the subscribe button on YouTube, follow us on all the major socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, pretty much everywhere, at PeterPod Network. They got a motherfucking Twitter, got a Facebook, got a video, got a motherfucking Instagram, got a YouTube. What the fuck, man? Send us a message at thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com to let us know where we should go next and what you'd like to see on the show that is definitely made for you find the archives at peterpodnetwork.com to hear every episode the short videos songs and bits that lately have become our shame fun for the whole family if your family really loves cheesy dick and fart jokes well, you're just full of jokes aren't you well i think you're a dirty shit sack how about that so again the far wall studio where we record got a very large upgrade this week and i want to make sure that we in no way thank guitar center in manchester new hampshire upon walking in there we were immediately impressed by the girl in front who appeared to well, digging in at her fingernails like a voracious tiger, and I wish I was kidding, then eating them. Yummy, 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 I got love in my tummy. To that little lady, I just like to say, your tattoos and attitude make you look really trendy, and your unbathed aroma and public displays of poor hygiene make you look like a fast food grease trap that hasn't been cleaned in 20 years. Dude, holy shit. Anyways, back to the action. We made our way around the Guitar Center and actually found some equipment that we wanted to get for the podcast that... You lovely fans of the Peter Pod Network are listening to right this moment. Just too bad that the manager, Brad, I don't know if that's his actual name. He just really looks like one of those fucks that tries to date a 17-year-old when he's pushing 30. Uh-oh! Dude, dude, not good! You get left with the feeling that you caught one of those, uh, well, we'll just say pus-filled STDs. Something like that, just by talking to him. So I knew we made our way around the store and picked out what we wanted to ask questions about. And I noticed Brad talking to the great on wash that was manning the front desk. 
Seriously, if she was a Charlie Brown character, there would have been stink lines and flies all around her. But as they were talking to a customer at the desk, I heard Brad tell the girl to go get one from the back, which, you know, made me think somebody's returning something, and that's just an exchange. I also hear her ask him, Code 39? Or something like that. It was a number. I don't really care which one it was. But then Brad repeats back to her, Yeah, Code 39. Now, anyone who's worked in a restaurant or customer service position, or even has just seen the movie Waiting with Ryan Reynolds, knows that when two employees anywhere repeat code anything to each other, they're about to do something they can't say out loud to whoever they're standing in front of. At this point, Brad makes his way to us as we're looking at microphones, and while he is doing his best to act like a sad impression of R. Kelly looking for a date, I notice it takes this girl quite a while to come back out with a customer's item. Well, at this time, way too many red flags are going off in my head, and I basically drop what I have in my hands and move as fast as possible to the exit and back of me. So if that guy is listening to this broadcast, make sure to clean whatever it was that she gave you thoroughly because, well, pink eye is a very real thing, and I'm guessing you're living it as we speak. This episode is a post-bonanza. All right, enough about that. Who wants to hear a rant? All right, well, you're about to hear one right after this. Even down the road on the back of my horse Just to get away from all the trouble back home We went away on a wing and a prayer to Mexico Just to drop you off and tell you this was just a joke Now you're on your own Lost in Mexico For all the shit that you did I hope you end up in a donkey show Everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about Everyone has someone they can do without And take a lesson from me and head to Mexico And then put them on a boat and then sink that hole Now I see her on the road She's selling oranges Whoa For all the shit That she did I hope she ends up in a Donkey show Now I see her on the road She's selling oranges Whoa For all the shit That she did I hope she ends up in a dark 
don't know but I'll carry on Because I've got something to say And here comes a runaway So I spent the last five days thinking about what I wanted to rant about this week and, well, I gotta tell you, you would imagine that complaining about shit would be easy? I mean, this is America. We created the fucking McRib. We made Honey Boo Boo a household name. We thought an old man with dementia problems was better than an orange monkey who tweets too much. As if it mattered. Tell me you did not just say that. Remember when you retards even fought over it? Anyways... What I finally settled on was a single question. One simple thought that I'm curious to see if anyone else out there has been wondering as well. Seriously, let us know at thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com. I got a feeling something like what I'm about to talk about and what I'm about to lose my shit on may actually be some serious shit. This should be good. <laughs> it just strikes me really funny that why the fuck is it that every news program in the fucking country made sure to let Everyone know every goddamn detail of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. There's a photograph of the bed, and on my side of the bed was human fecal matter. But can't no one tell me what happened in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial because no one thought it was newsworthy. Are you out of your mind? Really? Am I really the only one who thinks this is? No one wants to know what the only person on the inside of the most interesting child sex ring that may or may not involve celebrities and government politicians has to say about what, more importantly, who was fucking children of various ages. Really. Now, I already know what the news companies are going to say. People care more about celebrities than they do the actual news, or at least some variation of that. And to a point, they're fucking right. As I paraphrase Ricky Gervais, I've seen what makes you people cheer. But I don't think that cuts it when the same network that full well knows that the vast majority of Americans agree that the news is too horribly depressing and yet they consistently make you see how shitty the planet Earth is on a nightly and sometimes hourly basis. That excuse runs as dry as Betty White's pussy. Right now. It's best not to think about it. Getting back to the subject at hand, how is it that the people who are charged with the responsibility to keep the country informed about the important issues thought the trial of the woman who has a list of people possibly very powerful people, who have done incredibly disgusting and let's not forget incredibly illegal sexual things with children, isn't something we should know about. Does that sound like something you want? It is. Well, let me tell you, you'll never get it. Not from her. No one cares which member of Congress is possibly fucking little third grader Timmy Sadowski. Little Mary Smith being used as a drip towel by possibly your favorite movie celebrity. Not enough to make you think maybe people are going to want to see this. Or hear about this. Or simply know if she gave up names. I can even see Amber Heard crying like a circus seal begging for a fish remixed on YouTube. And it has a few hundred thousand views too. Yet the news agencies have moved on to the weather. I'm not going to say I'm an expert on television ratings, but I'm fairly certain I can draw a huge fucking crowd if my network aired someone asking the personal assistant and sometimes fucked all of Jeffrey, he didn't kill himself Epstein, who was on the list. Really? Please fire the man or woman who thought no one wanted to know that and do it now. And if they even had to think about it, fire them. 
Why do I have to be the one to say this? I'm an asshole who thinks people actually want to hear his insane ramblings and horrible jokes, and even I think America's only real source for comprehensive information about what exactly is going on in this country. Thought a half-retard shitting in a bed like a third of the frat boys that have ever existed have done was more important than knowing with a certainty, unlike anything you could possibly normally get, you could find out who is paying thousands, if not more, to find out what it's like to doggy style a six-year-old dressed as Harry Potter on a private island in which the president has gone to. Jesus jacking off on cornbread. What the fuck is wrong with this world? My best guess now is that the news groups out there will decide that after discovering that the Pope's secret agenda was to bring back the child sex trade, an evening with Eric Roberts will run as the lead story. Don't know who Eric Roberts is? Well, no one remembers who Eric Roberts is, and that guy is Julia Roberts' brother. That's how bad I'm thinking it could be. You're watching KTEL 9 News at noon. Three-time Golden Globe and Oscar-nominated actor Eric Roberts. Anyways, I'm pretty sure that guy's own mom would lock the door when he walks up the driveway, so let's stop talking about him. I don't give a fuck, and if the list of Republicans, Democrats, or cast of Glee are on this list, people should probably know about this. Okay, I think I've ranted enough. Let's move on to the news. What can you hear about this fucked up town? Only on the news. Hear it on the news. Did some crackhead run out into traffic? Find out on the news. Crack is a hell of a drug. Heard it on the news. Where's my beat? Yeah. Really a heroin dealer Find out on the news Did he sell smack? Loves that smack Oh yes he does Once sold himself for smack Hear about it Welcome back. This is episode 19, The News. Those of you in Chesterfield have probably heard of this latest story to come out of the local New Hampshire news. Madam Sherry's castle has finally collapsed in and on itself, and the stoner kids in and around Chesterfield now have one less place to go to get trashed and lose their virginity to a gas station attendant in exchange for beer. Oh, won't somebody please think of the children? 
The castle once stood, until this week, next to a parking lot in town and really only consisted of some archways and a creepy set of stone stairs that lead up to nothing. And really, unless you were planning to ditch your used condom up there or perform some high school Wiccan bullshit up there, it really didn't serve any purpose anymore other than being a mislabeled castle and home to homeless folks like Toothless Glenn, who pretends to wash your windshield with dirty newspapers while you sit in traffic and try not to make eye contact. I wash the car. Oh, no, 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 we're good. The car, I wash. Sir, we're good, thank you. I wash. No, 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 we're, we're fine, don't, don't touch I me. wash the car. Now, most people don't know this part of the castle steps that fell this week. But for all those kids and everyone else who still feels like a kid and visited the Madame Sherry Castle site to smoke an occasional joint or sneak a beer where their cops won't catch them, you weren't the only ones doing it right. Congratulations. No joke. As it turns out, Madame Sherry had the castle built for one reason and one reason only, and that was to party her fucking life away. You wanna get high? Which apparently she did because she died something like three years later. This bitch literally came from fucking France and built a fucking castle just to have a fucking place to get as fucking trash as possible is what the story sounds like. No offense to all the women and girls that may be listening. Well, maybe one, but Madame Sherry is the winner. One-tastic... Want-a-stick... Yeah. Uh, we, I don't think we've ever done this on that show before. This is really good. It's called, What Are You Trying to Say? The mountain that the castle sits along has proven to be a pretty quiet place, as proven by the fact that almost no one listening even knew, never mind has ever been, to Chesterfield, New Hampshire. They keep that secret pretty well kept. But I do encourage anyone looking for an adventure to go check that shit out. If you're gonna burn a blunt, you might as well do it someplace with a hundred year history of getting your happy on, right? Hey, pendejo! How you doing? It's no joke in the Madame Sherry Forest. It has everything a good stoner would love about going to smoke somewhere different. Like I said earlier, it's right next to a parking lot so you don't even have to wander into the woods much and worry about locals trying to touch your no-no spot. Remember though, Though I did say earlier that the castle crumbled earlier this week and, well, no more stairway to heaven for anyone looking to jump off. But you can still go and see the ruins and have a nice Saturday sneaking a flask or smoking something you shouldn't with the ghost of Madame Sherry in the place where she used to do the same damn thing. Enjoy that shit while you can. Next week it's probably going to be a Dairy Queen. And we here at the PPN Network have been asked to include in tonight's broadcast... That reminder to everyone that this week's insane heat wave, that even though the boob sweat is getting intolerable and the chafing in the back of your balls is getting unbearable, even though it seems like a good idea to go enjoy the lakes and rivers around us, this intense heat that we're having is making the bacteria in the water bloom. I think they're called bloom. Anyways, both Henniker, Salem, and Hollis, and a couple other towns know what I'm talking about, and that was before the devil's jockstrap fell on the northeast. Now that the heat is here, just be careful not to catch something that will make your pickle turn into a spicy gherkin. Or for you ladies, you don't want something that'll make your vagina turn into Courtney Love's vagina. My vagina has an odor. Is that normal? It smells. For our next story tonight, it turns out that even the hippies have had enough of the Gunstock Ski Resort as the entire management team have all decided to quit at their latest meeting because they didn't like where they had to sit. With other people. I wish I was kidding, but no I'm not. Six members of the management team went to the meeting and after being seated amongst the crowd were so offended that they each gave their two weeks notice and I'm guessing then they left. So, let's ask a question. What the fuck do you have to do to a group of people to make them use seating arrangements as the excuse for a final straw? 
Was it like the TV show The Office or even Office Space? Or were you talking more like Animal House in an office setting? Like, you use the copier, but the only thing that comes out is a photocopy or your boss's junk pressed on the glass? Did the front desk girl start an office game where everyone has to guess the size of your boyfriend's magic wand? Guys, I meant that one for you, by the way. Girls do that shit regardless. Life tip, gentlemen. As soon as your girlfriend or any girl sees your tunnel hugger, all of her friends know what your piece looks like. Don't let them lie to you on that. They all do it. So I guess this is a heads up to all of you out there doing the job hunt right now. A whole bunch of overly qualified people just entered the job market and are now looking for work. So I suppose don't be so pissed when you don't get the job. Hell, now you get to tell your parole officer that it wasn't because of your face tats and other poor decisions that you're still you. God, you are an incredibly big piece of shit. Two more monkeypox cases have been found in New Hampshire this week as well, folks. Initially, there was cause for alarm, but authorities believe that once they locate Andy Dick, the spread rate of all diseases will slow down very quickly. It's gonna be a long night Mom and Dad sent me away to camp It's gonna be a long night it's better than listening to them fight It's special needs camp And I've gotta wear a helmet It's special needs camp And I don't know, I might have shit my pants We're going to camp tonight Gonna be away from mom and dad Welcome back to episode 19's edition of Let's Do, and I gotta tell you, we found you a live one this week. A uh, good guy, actually, but I, as everybody knows, when we do Let's Do, we go around the state of New Hampshire, and when we come across an interesting individual, we uh, feel the need to go ahead and give him a short little interview, usually about five questions or so, and well, here it is. This time, straight from Manchester, New Hampshire, we went and found... 
if you just want to go by the legend. Yeah, the legend. That's right, folks. We went and dug out the legend, one of the motorcyclists that you catch running around Manchester. I I don't know how best to describe it, so let's let him do it. Uh, my group of friends, we go out and we troll the police. We go out and we troll the police, a group of friends of mine. Yeah, not really a bike gang. Okay. That's a group. So you're going out and you're fucking with them? Fucking with them, yep. Cool. <laughs> and fuck with the cops they do. I already knew the legend, but I became a lot more aware of the legend when I heard the story from his own mouth about how they fucked with the cops so bad one night that when he arrived home on his motorcycle, parked the fucker up right at the garage, came around back, 14 fucking cops tackled him to the ground. Which goes to the old saying, if you're gonna do something, make sure you do it so well that they think it's gonna take 14 cops to take you down. So, uh... Do things get out of control? It's out of control every single night. Well, we ended up we ended up going out, and then we roll around and have some drinks, and then we head out there and we fuck with the cops, and then they chase us down from town to town. Can I have an example Sometimes of how they you fuck with them. Uh, kind of pull up on them on wheelies and uh, rolling burnouts and all kinds of shit like that. Hood rat shit. You heard it from his mouth, folks. And the best way I can figure it is, it's kind of like you start the race with the cops, and whoever gets to the town line first is probably going to be the winner. I don't know. It's like. Uh, Duke's a hazard or Smokey and the Bandit, except for the prizes, well, freedom, I guess. Yeah, freedom. But that's not to say that shit doesn't actually fucking happen that doesn't work out that great. It's not exactly a line of work that I recommend for everybody. Uh, well, we got into a chase and a couple, couple guys went down. And uh, yeah, that was probably my scariest time right there. So I'm guessing about now you're wondering who else is it that would go around and do this crazy shit other than the legend himself? And the legend filled me in on a good one, and I think this explains everything. A uh, kid named Joey Bananas out of uh, out of Maine, Southern Maine. Crazy. So Crazy dude. you got to give me an example of like why. Why? Because he has a Harley, and he'll wheelie a Harley. He'll scrape at 12 o'clock. The bags, uh, the kid's insane on it. Insane. And just like you, I have no fucking clue what the last part of that meant with the bags and the dragon and shit. But I know if his name's Joey Bananas, I kind of want to meet him. So after our short interview, I decided to... Before I let the legend go, I just had one last question, and frankly it was, why do people call you the legend? Uh, because I've been going for like 25 years without getting caught by the cops, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, this past 4th of July weekend, yeah, they finally got me. So pretty much everybody named me the legend, <laughs> and they got the legend. And being the lucky ducks that we are, we got the legend too. And rightly so, we were more than happy and thanked the legend very much for his time on the Peter Pod Network. And he made sure to give us a great story right before he left. Uh, I was just telling about a story in Lawrence when we used to drive around and, and buy weed during the day from the fuck down there. And they would hide on the front of their their stoop and they had their chain link fence. So they popped the top, they'd fill the fence post up to like six, seven inches from the top. And they'd pop the cap off and fill it with dirt. So this way they'd chill out when you roll up and tell them two bags. They'll throw it, they'll pop the fence post cap off throw the two bags in your mouth and walk across the street and then spit it out in your lap and you give them the money and you're off. And the reason why they kept it in your mouth was in case they're walking across the street and the cops come in, they just swallow it. Wild, right? And now, thanks to the legend, you too now know how to sell drugs. And with that, we're going to call this a segment of Let's Do for episode 19. Till next week, join us again. See who we're talking to now. All right, folks, hopefully you did enjoy this week's episode of Peter Pod Network. Episode 19 was a bit different than normal. I uh, hope you enjoyed the new songs, the uh, Let's Do episode there, the segment that uh, just keeps getting better, I gotta say. Special thank you to the legend for helping make that happen. 
Make sure to follow us on all the major socials, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, chances are if it's out there, we're on it at Peter Pod Network. And if you got to send us an email, let us know how we're doing. That's thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com. Seriously, folks, let us know what you want to hear next week because you've already heard what I want to fucking choose. All right, and of course, you want to check out the archives. That's peterpodnetwork.com, the songs, the bits, all the episodes. It's there for you to enjoy anytime you want. So from Peter Pod, Gretchen, Will in the back. We'll see you next week. Bye.